Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski joins us here on WMAY. What's your reaction to that bill that passed uh, overnight that sends $95 billion in aid to Ukraine, uh, Israel, and Taiwan? If it gets a vote in the House, would you support it? Good morning, Patrick. It's great to be with you. Um, yeah, that is, I think that's good news, honestly. I think in the um, early morning hours this morning, the Senate overwhelmingly um, passed a aid package that would support um, aid to Israel, humanitarian aid, also um, aid obviously in Ukraine was one of the bigger contentious issues, I think, in the Senate and kind of continues to be as it moves to the House. I will, yes, definitely be supporting it in the House, and I hope and I urge our leadership in the House to take immediate action on this. Um, Ukraine has been in need of additional support uh, for some time now. Um, they have been doing um, a really great job, successful job of pushing back on Putin's aggression within their own country. Um, and that's in large part because of the partnership that they have had with the United States and with some of our allies as well. Um, and so we need to not walk away from this fight. We cannot afford to allow Putin to win uh, this war because this will not stop in Ukraine if he is successful there. Um, and so I'm very encouraged by the news that the Senate did pass this um, supplemental aid package that was much more comprehensive than what had been taken up in the House previously. I'm hoping for immediate action, um, and I will definitely be supporting it. The the new speaker uh, put out a statement last night that, that threw quite a bit of cold water on the, the idea. Uh, Republicans are iffy on Ukraine. There are uh, members of your conference, uh, including some from Illinois, like Julia Ramirez, who are uh, iffy on Israeli aid. Um, the the two parties have issues inside their own conferences trying to, to find consensus here. How do we do that? Well, I think consensus is in the middle. You know, I talk a lot about I'm, I'm someone that likes to govern from the middle. I think we have to make compromises in order to get to policy solutions that help people and help our communities. Um, and I think that, um, you know, continuing to provide international aid to some of our most important partners, including Israel, including Ukraine. Um, you know, what's happening in the world right now is really a full-on assault on our democratic values. Uh, we're seeing that with a challenge to Ukraine's sovereignty uh, from Russia. We are seeing that um, within Israel, what happened obviously on October 7th. Um, and so I think we cannot afford uh, to walk away from this. We need to lead. We are um, the best country in the world. And to walk away from this moment, um, I think would be disastrous. And I think, quite frankly, we would be paying more down the road if we don't meet this moment and provide the aid that these countries, these partners of ours, really desperately need. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski joins us here on WMAY. Uh, Congresswoman, I, I, I have to be fair and frank with you, as I am with everyone. I've been annoyed by the two parties at their inaction mm -hmm. on the border. Uh, it seems to me, and you can disagree, and that's fine, uh, that, that Democrats are uninterested in a solution to illegal immigration. And it seems as if Republicans are completely uninterested in handling the asylum seekers and migrant situation. What the heck are we going to do about this? And, and when are we going to see some grownups at the table? 
Well, I would actually push back a little bit on this, Patrick, because I think that Democrats did come to the table, especially in the Senate. This national security package originally uh, was discussed and negotiated to include more border security. I completely agree with you. We have to do something different at our border. We have to secure it. We have to properly fund it. Um, And there were bipartisan conversations happening in the Senate that would have done just that. It was Republicans in the Senate that decided to kill it. It was the Speaker of well, the House, Well, it was Donald Mike Trump Johnson. that decided to kill it. I mean, that's, that's the... Well, that's whatever. The I mean, Donald Trump isn't in office right now, and we have Republican leaders in the, in the Senate and in the House of Representatives that are taking direction from him, despite what is best for our communities, which is securing our border. They would rather, I really feel like this, Patrick, I think they would really rather use this issue to score political points sure. ahead of the oh, November sure. election than solve the problem. They'd love to just keep talking about it. I want to find solutions. I have been advocating since day one uh, for more funding for a border, more border patrol, more uh, investments in technology. You know, we have real concerns around fentanyl continuing to get across the border. We have to invest in technology in order to get ahead of that. Um, we can't get an appropriation. We're still fighting ahead of the March uh, 1st deadline to get a budget done to properly fund the border. Um So at every turn, it's just I agree with you on the frustration, um, but I do think Democrats came to the table and we were willing to negotiate. It was the Republicans in the Senate that killed it, stripped it out of this national security bill that passed early this morning. I would have voted if they had included the bipartisan negotiated legislation language on immigration, I would have voted for that in the House. But unfortunately, because Republicans insisted on it being a political volleyball, um, it was stripped out of the bill. And so hopefully we'll see the national security bill get to the House. Another couple of minutes here with Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski on WMAY. You know, you know me. I worked in Republican politics for a long time. You've worked in Democratic mm-hmm. politics for a long time. I, I look at what was my party for a long time, and mm-hmm. and it, it almost looks like Night of the Living Dead with zombies. And and I, I look at Democrats that have uh, moved significantly to the left over that time. Um, you know, I I appreciate that you have have tried to govern from a moderate position. But when the two parties are so far apart and and don't even resemble what they've always been for so many years, do you just come home at night and think, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) You know, it's frustrating at times, for sure. But I do think that this business, as as you mentioned, we've both been in it for some time. This is a relationship business. This is a people business. And I have made a real effort since getting here to build those relationships with both Democrats and Republicans. Sometimes that's having dinner after a vote, um, a vote session. Sometimes it's, um, you know, just grabbing a cup of coffee. Um, I'm actually, to be honest, I'm going to the border at the end of April with a bipartisan delegation with some Republicans and Democrats to look at the issue. I, I think that these are the kind of things that we need to be doing together. I think the vast majority of the people in Congress, and, and I do call myself an optimist, I think do want to meet in the middle. And I think that's for us to lead. I think leadership really matters. Um, and I think right now we have leadership that is listening more to the extremes of our own parties and less to those of us that are in the governing middle. Before we let you go, Congresswoman, um, I, I, w- I would 
appreciate your thoughts on uh, on the president. Um, he had kind of a, a rough week last week uh, between the, the special counsel report and then uh, put together a news conference and stumbled some there. And, you know, there's a daily show clip where John Stewart, of all people, is is going going to task on him. Uh, are you confident in uh, the president's uh, capacity, uh, ability to do the job at this point? Yes, I am. I think that with a special counsel in the news that came out, first I want to say that anyone in government, and as I have served in, in the administration, has to handle classified information with the utmost care and delicacy. And so I was very pleased to see that the Biden administration um, completely cooperated with the investigation. And what came out most importantly out of the special counsel's investigation is that there are no charges, there's nothing to pursue, there's no there there. Um, and you counter that with kind of how former President Trump handled classified information, storing it, you know, in a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago, not wanting to cooperate. I think that's a very night and day response to this type of very serious investigation. So Biden was obviously cleared last week of anything, you know, and I think that as issues continue to be raised around, you know, how he's doing his job, his age, to me, it is about what have you gotten done for the communities that I represent? I want to see results. And what I can tell you is across central and southern Illinois, he's gotten results. And that's what really matters most. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski here on 92.7 WMAY. Congresswoman, appreciate the conversation as always, and uh, we'll wish you luck over the next weeks and months as things continue to be crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. Have a great day. All right, Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski, our guest here on 92.7 WMAY. Always appreciate conversations with her. Shows that people who see the world differently can still talk.